Okay. Drive it home. Let's go four more. Okay. Let's go four I'm more. going. I'm going. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to session three, which, as you may already have guessed, is all about our physical well-being. Simon, I love working out. Actually, it makes me feel good for the whole day. I feel fitter. I feel brighter. My brain feels switched on. I just feel more capable. But the thing is, our physical well-being isn't just about exercise because the thought of doing random tricep dips on a rock on a beach is not your cup of tea. The thought of going to the gym, working out with strangers, that's a no, you're not ready to running. And the very idea of getting in the sea and having a swim, uh-uh. Now, but no matter how little you exercise, it doesn't matter, it is really important, but that's not the full picture of physical well-being. It's also about getting enough sleep and making sure you eat right. And we're gonna be looking at the whole spectrum today. And the thing is, we, we both love exercise and we know what it does for us, but I don't know about you, I'm looking forward to what else we're going to learn on this whole area throughout this session. And you're heading up north, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm going to Wolverhampton. I'm going to stay here and just do a little bit more, if you don't you mind. do that. Yeah. And I'm going to speak to Steve Uffle, who's going to tell us a little bit more about physical well-being and how to make steps to improve it. Simon, I'll see you later. Thank you. Come on, Thomas. All right, I'm off. Let's really keep going. Here we go. A little, at least another hundred here. <laughs> I'm trying to run really slowly. <laughs> no, I'm <trying> <laughs> in Wolverhampton with Steve Upple. Hi Steve. Hiya, you're very, very welcome. Lovely to have you here in Wolverhampton. Thank you. Now welcome to session three of our wellbeing journey. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? Uh, Steve Upple, married to Esther, 23 years. We have four children. The oldest child is married, just over a year. And uh, I lead a church in Wolverhampton and a growing family of churches uh, around the UK and beyond. Wow, now our session, today is all about physical well-being. So why is physical well-being so important? Oh, it is massively important and it's quite a personal thing to me uh, because there was a time my physical well-being wasn't very well. If that makes sense. I was out of shape, I was out of control. I was actually five stone heavier than I am now and suffering all kinds of things, lack of energy, uh, disturbed sleep, my breathing wasn't very good, my skin wasn't very good, my eyes were constantly flared up and all of it due to my health. And so went on a journey of losing the weight, of getting healthier. And I, I'm reminded of a scripture that really impacted me back then. It was 1 Timothy 4, and Paul the older man telling the younger man, Timothy, that there is physical, there is benefit or profit in physical well-being. He then went on to say that there's even more profit in spiritual well-being, but actually he was telling him it, it is good to look after your body. So that's impacted me that building some discipline in, looking after this body is an important thing for me to do. So I lost the weight by doing exercise, still doing that exercise, still gymming, still training and my wife doing that with me as well, so. That's amazing, but it's not just about the physical exercise, is it, I suppose? It's your sleep and nutrition as well. Oh, all of it plays into it. It's very, very holistic. You can't just kind of say, I'm gonna look after this bit. And sleep patterns are very, very important. I had, I had bad sleep patterns about 20 years ago, going to bed really late at night, recovering that back has been really important to me. Um, yeah, nutrition is massive. I, I remember hearing a famous actor say this, that 20% of what he does is in the gym, 80% is the nutrition. So actually diet is far more important than most people realize. And 
I think for ourselves, eating mostly kind of live food, less processed stuff, things that are living, fruits and vegetables and stuff like that has been really important. Quite a transition because I lived on fast food, I lived on fizzy drinks. Wow. Transitioning out of that was a little bit of a hard time. Wow, that's yeah. incredible to hear that you've really come so far. But why are our bodies important to God? Um, I think as you ask me that question, I'm reminded of the, the Apostle Paul again in Corinthians saying to the church there, don't you know that your bodies are a temple of the living God and that the Holy Spirit lives in them? So as a follower of Christ, I believe that. I believe that God lives in me. I guess another analogy for me is this body is a gift from God and I see it as a vehicle. It's a vehicle to get me through life. It helps me to fulfill my destiny. It takes me from year dot zero in my life right the way to the end of my journey. How will I look after the vehicle that's carrying me through? Will I care for it? Will I put the right fuel in it? Will I make sure it gets the rest it needs? Uh, I don't want to be having the hood or the bonnet on the car up all the time trying to take care of it. I want to make sure I look after it so that it can do its job well. I don't know if that makes sense. And I, yeah. I wouldn't want the vehicle to break down. No, of course. So if it breaks down and it's out of service, that impacts what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I'm, I know all, some of that is inevitable stuff happens in life, but wherever I can, I want to take as good care that I, of, of it that I can as well. Yeah. And like you're saying, you know, this, like a car, there's so many parts of it. And from your experience, how have you found that physical well-being is linked to your emotional and spiritual well-being? Yeah, I probably didn't make the connection early on, but I started to realize the more, so if, you, if I'm living with some stressful situation at work or dealing with stuff that's kind of really getting me thinking, it's getting into the gym, doing some physical exercise has been a really good way just for the mind to calm down, the emotions to calm down. It provides thinking time. So whether it's running, walking or gymming, I normally leave far more peaceful, far more at rest. And I didn't make that connection early on, but I really, I started to realize it's impacting other areas of my life. So I, I absolutely agree. You don't just separate the physical exercise. It has a direct impact on mental health and on emotional health as well. I'm not an expert in that. That's my life experience that I've seen it impact it in my own life. So we're all in different places, but how would we get started on this journey or just moving further in the, yeah, yeah. the direction we want to go. I, I understand that. It can be really overwhelming. So we, we've touched it briefly, nutrition, sleep, physical exercise, and you're like, whoa, where do I start? I, I often say to people, um, small steps in the right direction over a long period of time I have huge benefits to our lives. And my suggestion to people would be, would be to make one change a month. So maybe we say this coming month for 30 days now, you're gonna cut out a fizzy drink. Uh, and then the next month, you're gonna build another habit in. Maybe you're gonna walk 20 minutes a day. You keep doing the first habit while embracing the new one, but you're only changing one thing every month. Yep. By the end of a year, you would have seen phenomenal change. You'll be a new person, but you only did it gradually. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, sort of on my own journey, what would you recommend for me? What kind of change could I make? Oh, there'll be so many things. Start walking. Um, I could say if you're at home and you want to do exercise at home, you can do star jumps and sit-ups and loads of stuff. But even just starting to stretch is a great idea. Stretching out our body, you know, just help making sure it's ready for the exercise so it gets a good stretch. Stretching, I like that. Ooh.
<laughs> Hello. Oh, thanks for that. Oh, tree's gone. Well, it's clear that Steve has been on quite a journey with his physical well-being. But now I'm headed 100 miles east to get some expert knowledge from GP Dr Nakuru. Hi, Dr Nakuru. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? All right, thank you. Good to see <laughs> it's you. It's a lovely day. Absolutely, I've been enjoying it. <laughs> and now, thanks so much for taking the time to chat to us. We're thinking all about physical well-being. So I'm going to dive straight in because I've got a question for you. Sure. I get really, really grumpy if I don't get enough sleep. Mm -hmm. This is an issue for me, right? So how important is sleep? Why is it important that we sleep? Well, you know, it's a really good question. Uh, sleep is absolutely important for, you know, all of our well-being really and you know particularly our physical well-being because um, when you sleep you're literally resting um, we, we understand that when we're sleeping your body goes into like a restorative mode okay different bodily functions begin to sort of you know just get back aligned um, we, we understand that when we sleep you know we actually have our immunity being uh, functioning better um, we're able to concentrate better, we're able to function better, whatever we're doing. Um, we just, you know, we, we, we generally have our strength restored. So if I'm not able to get to sleep or if I'm waking up, mm. um, why might that be? You know, there, there are many reasons why that might be. It could be a couple of things that you might be doing wrong in terms of your habits, okay? Um, we find that sometimes people might be like using their computers or their phones or things that cause a lot, you know, that present a lot of flashing lights okay. um, just before going to bed. And, and that's not really a good idea, especially if you're using those gadgets in your room. Mm. And sometimes it might be the environment, it might not be conducive for sleep, it might be noisy, mm. um, you might want to make your bed more comfortable. Um, and then get into like a habit of going to bed at the you know at the same time every day um, so can you give us some practical tips of how to improve our sleep if it's not going so well okay so i would say first of all um just check your you know check your emotional well-being um, i think it's a good place to start find out if you've been worrying a lot about things and based on where you're at um, in terms of your you know how you deal with these things approach that deal with them because it can impact on your sleep okay if you need to talk to someone talk to someone if you need to pray pray um, and then other uh, practical things that we can do is try not to worry about the fact that you can't sleep because yeah. that is just like it's just going to set up a negative uh, cycle yeah so don't think about the fact that you, you can't sleep okay you know just get to that point where you know you want to sleep and you do something different distract yourself you read a book you know do something else and when you feel that natural inclination coming up, then just sort of flow with it. Yeah. And then you can play soft music, um, nice smells, comfortable bed. Don't take any alcohol or caffeine six hours before bed. Yeah. Don't take naps during the day. Okay. All right. So that you can kind of like ha just have a build up of, right. uh, you know, wanting to then go to rest. And don't exercise too vigorously just before going to bed because you don't want to get too stimulated before going to bed. So I think when you put all of that together, mm. it should be that's really great. A lot better. Now, so physical well-being, yeah. three key areas. Obviously, there's our physical kind of body and exercise, sleep, which you've talked about, but the mm. other one is food. Now, I love baking 
and my happy place is the kitchen and I, I feel quite good when I'm there but I can often be known to like bake a batch of cookies and I've eaten six before anyone else has had any which I recognise is not a really good thing but it's something I really enjoy so how can we find the balance between enjoying food and staying healthy okay so one thing about food is um it's great to enjoy food god made our food and you know he, he wants us to enjoy everything he's made the, the aim is to have like a balanced diet okay if you go to the on uh, nhs site and you just type or eat well nhs you'd find that there's like a portion uh balance that it you know it gives you visually where you can div divide your plate into three parts and you're thinking fruits and vegetables starches and proteins and um uh, dairy and you know in the right quantity so it's about portions and spread okay so you're getting a little bit of everything now you know how important do you think getting our physical well-being right is in relation to the our overall well-being yeah. you know this is why I, I like being a gp okay uh being a gp we deal with patients holistically and so it's it's all linked okay when one part is failing it affects the other part okay so your physical well-being is definitely important and should be looked into and well managed yeah yeah dr nakuru that's been absolutely brilliant thank you so much thank you for having me what a great chat with Dr. Nakuru. I really do feel like I've learned so much. Following on from Dr. Nakuru's expert knowledge, I'm going to speak to Jamie Jones Buchanan, sport chaplain and former rugby league player for the Leeds Rhinos. Jamie has a whole career full of experience, and when it comes to physical well being, I think he might have some gold to share with us. Hi, Jamie, how are you doing? <laughs> Hi, John, I'm very good, thank you. It's good to uh, be here in uh, Leeds Stadium. So tell us a little bit about you your journey in fitness and sport yeah it's a pleasure to be here emerald edinburgh stadium this is my second home home away from home and it has been for the last 22 years um i've been signed for leeds rugby league as a 15 year old way back in 1997. wow um you know before that i was always interested in sport i love physical activity i love <laughs> i love playing any sport and i still do today okay then all right so the sports challenge for you then yeah because uh, you're retired now. Retired, finished. So, you know. Done. Just want to check that you're still on <laughs> peak of fitness. Yeah. I'm, I'm, up, I'm up for anything. I've always, I've always taken the mentality a little bit like the emergency services, like to just be ready for anything. So be ready you, you for fall, but you anything. All right, then. This is what we're going to do. Up on your feet. Come on, Jamie. <laughs> Let's go. So we're going to talk about um, being physically fit, yep. staying fit. Yep. And um, what do you do if you want to get back onto your peak of fitness you've fallen off a little bit like you maybe you know <laughs> there's a fair few things to consider uh, the first thing i think about is my weight and i know that i'm on a bit of a mission to get down to 90 kilograms i've never been 90 kilograms as an adult i've always been around 90 800 um, that's because i had to play this brutal game Oh, knees up, knees up, knees up. That's it, come on, faster, faster, faster. <laughs> there you go. Nice, I'll let you have a little breather. So now, for somebody like me, if I'm finding my physical fitness yeah. it's going a little bit awry, what do I need to do? Just give me give me a tip, give me a top tip. Uh, look at your diet. Look at my diet. Yeah, I think so. Um, something I did recently, I downloaded a little app and I started to record everything that I was eating. And having since retired, I'm not accountable anymore for my yeah. physical well-being, so you can go astray a little bit and I found myself eating and drinking the wrong things uh, and I just got back into good habits of 
eating and taking on the right nutrients incrementally that'll make a big difference. And how important is it to you know eat well and to stay physically fit? So physically I think it's always good I've got four young boys and I want to be a great dad and that means I'm going to have to be physical I'm going to have to be active with them I'm going to show them some great habits and, and take part in some of their life activities and I can't do that if I'm not in a physical state of well-being. That's really great. Right, you said always be prepared. Are yeah. you prepared for this? <laughs> now I heard you go running with yeah. your wife in the mornings. That's amazing. Tell us about that. So every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we get up about half five. We have about an hour and 15 minutes worth of running together. We set ourselves the goal of getting 300 miles in 40 runs, wow. which means we get up, we, we do our running, we measure it on our watch, on our trackers, our phones, and um, we measure it over the course of those 40 runs on Strava. And then obviously that's like a bit of a social media type network as well, so you can see what other people are doing. So it's really meeting almost three needs because you've got a physical well-being that you're addressing, yeah. your relational well-being with your wife, and your own personal mental well-being. That's right, yeah. It's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I so agree. Now, Jamie, it's been so good chatting to you, but can you give us just some top tips about getting our physical well-being on track? There are a lot of free apps out there now, I think, that track your exercise. Yeah. And I think it's very gratifying to see your progress mean something to gain points on how many steps you're taking. So make yourself accountable to an app, try and measure that and uh, see where you're at because, you know, whether it goes up or down, as long as you're aware, you can make uh, adjustments to your daily routine. Mm -hmm. The second thing I'd say as well is, is to be accountable. My accountability comes through friends and, and my wife and even my children you know, competing with them. So have people around that create an enjoyment and an environment in which you can thrive. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Now I think I'm probably going to give you some more challenges on the pitch because, uh, you know, yeah. physical fitness needs to go up a little bit, doesn't it, Jamie? <laughs> I'll do my best. struck me about this chat with Jamie is how your physical well-being can really be linked to your relational well-being and your mental well-being and I loved what he said about being accountable finding a friend to do it with and that's been really key for me when I go running I'm so not motivated if I'm on my own but if I've got a friend I'll definitely go that was amazing be accountable right I'm headed back to the studio to see Simon You know, I've been lucky enough to have had jobs in the past that have taken me to some simply amazing places. And I'm really, really grateful for this. I've been lucky enough to see some simply stunning spots around the world. And as a person who has a faith in God, I see these very much as places he's created. But sometimes when I'm working, when we're working, it can be tired and busy. And I just forget to make the most of where I am. And before I know it, I'm not there anymore. And I realize I've taken it totally for granted. And I think if I'm honest, a similar thing applies to my body. It is a gift. And if I treat it like one, then I'll start from a place of gratitude and hopefully I'll look after it. Hey, Simon, I'm back. Joanna, hello. How are you? Welcome back. Oh, it's been a busy old day. Well, it really has. Yeah, I'm feeling energised. You, you, you look it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm more tired, to be honest. Woo! I've been all over the place. Come on. I've been on an amazing journey. You honestly. look like it. It's been incredible. What have you learned? What have you taken away? Oh, so much. Okay, so I love this kind of threefold approach for physical well-being. You know, sleep, 
nutrition and exercise. Obviously, as the whole kind of well-being picture, everything has a knock-on effect. Transformed you. I know. I mean, you've got energy anyway, but you've come in I like have, you're on a pogo stick. But I'm just, I'm just re-inspired because I think, you know, it's possible at any age yeah. to, to, to do something about That's your amazing. life. I can do it. You guys can do it. So what one thing are you going to take away from today's session? Really encourage you, like me, to make a change. And I'll see you next time when we look at our emotional well-being, starting in the very cool east end of London in Shoreditch. See you then.